Welcome to the History After Dark podcast. Not for the faint-hearted, History After Dark gets spicy, digs in the dirt and talks about topics not suitable for the dinner table. All with a big dose of humour and the odd swear word or two. So put in your headphones and enjoy this alternative look at history with your hosts. Philippa Brule from British History. Dr Cat from Reading the Past. And Catherine Brooks, the Tudor Tracker. Hi everybody. Thank you so much for coming down tonight. It takes a little bit of time, doesn't it, for everybody to start to filter in. So I hope you are all going to be able to get in and Instagram is going to behave itself this evening. So I'm just waiting for the ladies to come in and then we can let them in. Here comes Kat. All right. Well, Daddy Pig loves to dig. Hi. <laughs> all right. I'm not. There she is. Hello, hello. I saw Philip coming on a second, it's popped up this way. Yeah. There's the hearts coming up the screen. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. Hello, the green eyes of me. It's lovely here. to see you all coming in. Here she is. Here. It's lovely to see you all coming in, see all the familiar faces coming up. Don't forget, you can always drag your friends along as well. Kicking and screaming is fine. Tying them to a chair so that they're forced to stay in the room and listen also works well. We're up for any of these things. I mean, we're um, just going on, on your sex life now, Catherine. You know, chill, <laughs> chill out. We know about you and your ways. Chill out. It's, <laughs> it's your own bedroom, love. <laughs> oh, no, don't. She's going to start accusing me of sending her things again like the other time. She tries to make me out like to be some sort of terrible sexual deviant. I mean... If, I'm if, too tired if, for sexual If the strap-on fits, love... <laughs> It's begun I really early. hope David's not watching this. Um, Can we have a disclaimer then? We should probably get the disclaimer. I was going to just say, it might be a bit late now. But um, <laughs> if, if you don't want to be called up the school to tell that your child is... To repeat some, that. Some of the words we were discussing just before we came on air. Then I'm going to go over to Kat. Kat, the disclaimer. Hello, friends. This is History oh. After Dark. We called it that because it's actually not dark here because we are now in the it's summertime. Dark now, no. But in winter, it's dark at this time. It's a bit um, not dark now. Here. Um, but occasionally, the topics become dark. They also become filthy. They are hopefully borderline educational. Um, <laughs> but it, there will be some swears and some possibly gross stuff that's talked about. So if you have little ears listening to you, or if you're in an open plan office, then I suggest either a headphone or watch some of the playback on IGTV. You can also check us out on our podcast, which is linked in our bio, along with other things. You can buy us a coffee. You can even book us for an hour on Zoom, yeah. not in, not in, we're not in, not in person. It's not, and also for talking. That depends only. how much they pay, Kat. Well, I mean, <laughs> also yeah, only for talking. Energy got, prices are going up. You know? say, everyone's got their price. If someone it, wants this round for a cup of champagne, a cup of champagne, a cup of champagne, a glass of champagne. Yeah, there's no one this tiny little champagne flutes. If someone wants us, you know, if wants to grace us with our presence, then, you know, we are amazing. I can understand that. Anyway, back to the disclaimer. So that was the disclaimer. Just it might be vulgar. <laughs> um, we, we're probably going to say some swears. Um, if you don't want somebody to overhear slash repeat the phrase that might be, I don't know, we said it in the past a number of times. That's why you don't take a Tesla dogging. Then um, you know what the warning is. The comments coming in thick and fast. I'm And I am missing some of them. I did see one question. Our favourite piece of art 
Yeah, and the person who asked it said it was the Ditchley portrait. I missed who said it, but I remember the question. Um, okay. My favourite piece of art, Tudor art, is probably... It, it it changes, but I think up there has got to be the ambassadors because I love a painting that you can read as a text. And I just think that's so rich um, in terms of stuff to read that I would probably, that's got to be up there for me. What about you ladies? I don't know much about art. Well, like does, it have, it, does it have to be cheated? Was that was that a given? I, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, okay, let me give you a Tudor one. And I can't remember, I don't remember who it's by, but it's that optical illusion one of Edward VI. And it was in the National oh, Portrait yes. Gallery. I presumably it will be back in there once they reopen, where you have to look at it lengthways from the end through mm-hmm. a little hole. And then, you, and then you can see it. That's quite cool, just for that is cool. sheer cleverness. Mm. Yeah, and then non-Tudor, the Wilton Diptych, uh, which yes. is uh, in the in the National Gallery next door to the National Portrait Gallery, so you can see that the altarpiece of Richard II, and uh, it's beautiful. And have a look at the orb because you can see a tiny, tiny Tower of London Aww. if you look close enough. Yeah, and it, yes. that's full of messages. I, I know very little about art. And I can't say anything inspiring, so I'm going to shut up. Do you have any favourite Disney art then? <laughs> oh, well, now they do actually at Epcot, they have a festival of the arts every year. I don't think it's on at the moment. I think it's still Flower and Garden. And they have an awful lot of like the artists that come down and created loads and loads of different stuff. Um, and they have like signature pieces. And sometimes some of the Disney artists are there. And they will do stuff. They, they do caricatures and stuff all the time, but they, they'll create and you can buy the cells and they'll sign them. And some oh, of them wow. are quite pricey, but they also have this flower and garden at the moment. So they take the Disney characters and they make them into to- out of topiaries, basically. But some of them have flowers in as well. So you get the different colours. And it's the 50th anniversary as well of Walt Disney World this year. So they have created 50 bronze statues of um, different classic Disney characters that you can find around the four parks at Disney World. So there's, there's loads of art at that. And, you know, the Tree of Life, which is like the signature thing at Animal Kingdom, if you go, it's massive. If you go up close to it, it's got hundreds of different creatures carved. In. It's not a real tree. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it doesn't look like a real tree, but it's got like hundreds of animals and insects and things all carved into it. You have to get quite close to it to see it. So that's pretty special. That's so cool. That okay. is, that's a good prompt there, Philip. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I saw, I think it was Lisa said that her one of her favourites is the is the portrait of a teenage Elizabeth I in the red dress. That's the one where she's got her yes, finger in the book. The finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I believe they think that they think it was potentially commissioned by Catherine Parr uh, as a gift or something to show to Henry uh, that she was this good scholarly christian young woman and uh green was in the um elizabeth and mary exhibition wasn't it at the yeah. british library but yeah. i think i i saw it hanging in a- ashridge years and years ago um okay when it was a business school mm. yeah. but then they moved it to somewhere better because that <laughs> somewhere yeah. better well it was not very well seen well, no, I think no one's going to see it. I like the Scion portrait of Elizabeth. I think she really looks like Jane Grey in that one. There's a really Which similar portrait of um, 
she's facing front and it's not like really really detailed but she's facing to the front and it's quite dark I'll have to find it and I'll, I'll yeah. last time I saw it, it was at well, it was like last like I see it all the time. It was <laughs> at Eva in the long gallery. Uh, uh okay. There's one in the in the gallery below, I can't remember what they call that gallery, with her with the as a younger woman. She's sort of quite mm, yeah, rounded yeah, in her yeah, face. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And a big rough, yeah, yeah, I like that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not so yeah. um it looks more like it would be a likeness, perhaps. Anything with ladies with long red hair and beautiful backgrounds. Yes. Do you know what that reminds me of as well? It reminds me of Ellen Terry um, about to put on the crown to be Lady M. Um, and she's in that, really, she's in, she's in her costume. It, that She's kind of got these like really pre-Raphaelite ringlets. Um, and... There is a, I think it's a portrait that's painted of her doing that posture. It's just incredibly, pretty much every, at some point in every book about the Scottish play, that, that image will pop up. It's just iconic um, as to what, what she should look like. Aggressively ginger. I, well, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I love red How did hair. did they get the ringlets? Um, Anyone knows it rags? How did they do it? I well, I don't know if she was wigged because uh I don't know what Ellen Terry's hair was like. And also I can't remember which decade she played Lady M. Um, whether they whether they would have made her grow her hair out or whether she was wigged. It's very, very Maybe long. It's like then. you know, it's it's like it's like my length hair. Um but which, ringleted. But so yeah, it's gonna be yeah, like twice as long. So, mm, that's gotta yeah, be, yeah. Must be a wig. That's then. probably a wig, yeah. Like Merida from Brave. Oh, I love her. Yeah, amazing hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can only draw that hair. That doesn't that hair. And her her princess again. Her princess at Disney. It's just like that. The, the wig is amazing. Whereas yeah. the wig they have for Elsa from Frozen is crap. Anyway, it's not related to history. <laughs> My history. Anyway, so actually, on to the today's topic of today's room room events. You say room for clubhouse. I don't know what you want to call it now. Pick your own word. Keep it reasonably polite. Put it in the comments for a good suggestion. So we're talking about questions that you have, and we will do our best to field reasonably sensible answers. I'll try not to make them all Disney related, obviously. <laughs> Dis Disney is what I cheat on history with, basically. Um, well, for me, and... it's murder. So I think probably you're uh, a safer bet than me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So good news. So if, if you want to make it through the night, then. You know, <laughs> pick me not cat however if you don't like disney because it's not for everybody although that probably means you're dead inside then pick crap then you'll be dead inside <laughs> then as well anyway so there we go yes um, dead inside also... my boot <laughs> sorry but not sorry. in a tesla no then, no then... too many cameras too many cameras no, just think that if anyone's on mm -hmm. twitter i'm not think how many adverts you'll be getting for teslas now <laughs> um, hundreds um so yes yeah, so the other thing we're going to do is just have a bit of a chat with you about the sort of things that we are coming we've got coming up and that we're going on or something like that, mm. that what we are to doing yeah what that, that will do what we're doing we're, what we're, we're up to yeah. now the world is open but last time we, i did i just remind this. you oh yeah yeah we when started clubhouse because it was all closed up yeah yeah and now so, we met so, because of it it's we did great. 
there's some good things that came out of it yeah, yeah. yes so, so who's gonna kick off then came out. not me because i'm boring one of you two fight it out. Philip has definitely wrestle. got the most. Philip has got the most. Oh, I, I, think think she has. I think she has. So Philip, so, Philip is super busy and a very nice. impressive lady. Oh, thank you very much. I am definitely super busy. So, um, uh, any of you who, well, you can probably tell from my my handle. So I run a company called British History Tours, which clearly couldn't do a fat lot of tours in the last two years, <laughs> which is when we started doing things like this fabulous. Um, uh, thing together what do you call it i know thing we do um <laughs> and and lots of other projects anyway the tours are starting again this year cannot wait Yay. so the first one is in just an, about three weeks time just under three weeks now i've got a private tour before that um so honestly i am so so excited so but you can imagine there's a heck of a lot of logistics collaboration sam that is the word i was after thank you um yeah so um it's the anne boleyn tour and i just simply can't wait so any of you who aren't following me on instagram already if you're interested i'll be posting stuff from that tour as we go as, well, no, as much as i can obviously i am busy <laughs> working <laughs> making sure the people on the tour are having a good time but i will post some stuff on social media as well so people can live vicariously through um through me for that week so, um, so Philip, honestly, a lot of, just beside myself a lot yeah. of people will will have only met you um during lockdown you know yeah. if you're this if you're following history after dark maybe that's where they know you from so i think yeah. you need to tell us when you say that you've got a amberlin tour like let's give us an itinerary and also tell everybody what other tours you are running this year and what other ones you may offer or have offered or want to offer in the future tell us everything yeah, so, i will i'll tell you everything oh, everything uh, everything you want to know yes that well that's very true so actually during lockdown because i couldn't do the tours that is when i got more active on instagram that's when we started this more active on youtube so and those of you know lots of people are watching the stuff i do now on that so you're right they probably don't even know what i do <laughs> elsewise so yeah so the tour in may so this is looking at the life of anne boleyn um my co-host is Gareth Russell, wonderful Gareth Russell. Gareth Awesome. And it, Gareth Awesome Russell, yeah. And <laughs> we are staying, <laughs> we're staying at Hever Castle for the entire time. Um, we spend a day at Hever. We have um, Jonathan Foyle come in to speak to us. We have a dressing up, well, you can, if, if, if any people want their dressing up as Tudor royalty at Hever so they can swish around Hever Castle um, in, you know, costumes, men and, and, and women. Um, so yeah, Jonathan Foyle, uh, I may well drool. I, I'm <laughs> actually genuinely concerned that I won't be able to get my words out when Jonathan Foyle is there. I've only spoke to him by um, email so far. So um, yeah, watch that space. Um, and then um, we go to Hampton Court. We've got the beautiful, I don't know if she's on tonight, but the uh, Hampton Court um, Palace Guide, who uh, Sarah, she she comes on sometimes. She is guiding us at Hampton Court um and of course we'll be at the tower london and we'll be at the tower london on the 19th of may which anyone who knows their Anne Boleyn history knows is the uh obviously the uh, anniversary of her execution at the tower and then we come back from the tower and we have a talk from tracy borman so it's 
going to be jam-packed and actually there's a little bobby bonus isn't there when we go at the tower of london because <laughs> you two are going to be there <laughs> so so yeah so everyone on the tour will also be able to meet the history after dark crew and that's just maze and then um i won't go into the whole detail because it's on my website if anyone's interested but um july we've got the life and times of elizabeth the first um which is quite cool because we come up to the Midlands and and do Kenilworth Castle and Harvington Hall and all sorts of yeah and Catherine will be coming <laughs> along at that one and um, and then in September with Sarah um, the Tudor Travel Guide Sarah Morris we're doing on progress with Anne Boleyn which um, so that again that that comes into the Gloucestershire leg of the progress of summer fifteen thirty five that Henry and Anne took um, both of those tours also have an element in Hever as well. We end up in Hever for a uh, at least one night knees up. <laughs> knees up. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Tara, um, 18th of May will be at Hampton Court. 19th of May will be at the Tower of London. The group will be. So yeah. So if you're around, come down. If you're around, it's... come and say hi, yeah. It is very, I'm seeing people say that my mic is a bit quiet. I, I don't quite know what I can do about that. I will, I'll, get I'll get closer. I'll get closer. I'll get closer. Um, I mean, I just think, yeah. I think that if, if people are history lovers, which obviously a lot of people are, um, and I just think that the tour you offer is just so amazing because it's, it's on top of going to really cool locations, there is the bespoke part of it that you do mm. the kind of the talks the dressing up and I just want to point out that the costumes that Philippa's colleague puts together for you to try on are spec they are they are spectacular yeah they're um, Samantha mm. Ree so you um what's her handle the Tudor Ooh, Tudor uh, royalty Queen's, experience, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's on Etsy as well. Queen's wardrobe, yes. On Etsy, yes, she's the Queen's wardrobe. And they are, They're and really I, good. and I, I have been looking at her because I want to pick up some costume for interpretation. And I have been looking at the Tudor Queen's, the Queen's wardrobe, the Tudor Queen's wardrobe on Etsy she because calls it, it Queen's is wardrobe. Yeah, it is. It is probably the best, most detailed, um, reenact reenactor quality costume. Mm. That I've because because for a start it's a separate kirtle and then an overground and that yes I'm going to get slightly geeky now because why not um, <laughs> so often when you see people selling like reenactment costume or genuine Tudor reproduction what they have is it's all one garment maybe they have a petticoat underneath it that opens up that's it, it might look fine on film but what she has is the undershirt the kirtle the bum roll um mm -hmm. and then the overgown plus the rollback sleeves and then underneath the full sleeves like we don't know exactly how this stuff gets fastened together but we know that that sort of thing is happening and for her to have that level of detail and the fabric she's choosing are uh, they're not going to be they're not cheap they're heavy duty like damask it's quite clear you can see it from the photographs yeah. the detail so if you get getting a chance to wear those is a genuine privilege just it's, saying it, i mean it's it, because they they have to sam comes along with all the dresses i mean it all has to be arranged beforehand but comes along with the the dresses and two dresses 
and it takes half an hour to dress each person well they're heavy so, and, and like you say they are made up of all the different elements mm -hmm. if anyone gets my newsletter the the picture at the top of my newsletter is me in one of sam's gowns so you can you can see it um I wanted to pinch it. I really should. <laughs> I, I see it. I see it on other like when she posts, posts pictures of other weekends she's done. I see someone else in it, and I'm like, it's mine, mine, mine. it's mine, mine, mine. Yeah, yeah. I need to get some money together and, and get myself one. But yeah, I'm a, so, I'm yeah, a firm I'm a firm believer that there is there is a I don't I know people question the historical value of doing reenactment living history. But having been somebody who has worked as a costumed interpreter in clothing that is put together and worn in traditional ways, so no zips, no poppers, but um, just, uh, you know, pinned, pinned stomacher, all of that sort of stuff. If, if you wear those clothes and then you think about the way people moved and danced and all of that sort of stuff. And then you think about how people are presented in film and you just think to yourself, that's, that's not possible. Knowing how these clothes go together and wearing them, for example, when I thought about Amy Robsheart and her death, and when I thought about her falling down the stairs and it talks about how she's found at the bottom of the stairs and there's no mention, apparently her hood is still on her head. And until you wear like a French hood, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, okay, maybe that's just, it's just on. Uh, no, absolutely no. not. Ab there's is no that way. What the account says, is it? Um, I, I, some, some accounts say that she's found with her hood still on her head, that her gowns around her ankles, all of that sort of stuff. Um, no, mm -hmm. no, that's just, that's not possible. Um, also, I mean, I think the reason why I think that the hood is in place is that they don't talk about the head injury that she has. So oh. that's the logic is that the hood must be there if they can't see the fact that she's got these two dints in the back of her skull, one of which mm. is deep enough to go into two knuckles. So it's not, she has to have been redressed. She has to have been. Mm. Um, well, none of that will be going on on the tour. They do, <laughs> they, do, they, do, they, do, they do get a chance, the people who are wearing them, to wear them all day, totally. So Sam comes the next morning to pick them up and we have dinner in the Great Hall at Hever Castle that night. So, I mean, they can change back into their jeans if they fancy, but if they want, they can do the Dine whole, like a Tudor. They can dine you, like a Tudor in Tudor costume. Stretch before you go in because you will feel it the next day. on your. If it feels like the next day you've been carrying a, like, three-kilo backpack, then uh, you that's why. The dress you is... Yeah. You, you have. have. Yeah. You have. They are... I mean, the only thing I will say is that the men's clothes are more uncomfortable and heavier. Because the women's clothes are, um, the weight is shared over the kind of, mm. not corsetry, but because it's laced in, the weight is distributed and the bum roll takes some of the weight and all of that kind of stuff. And that's what stays are for. They're not to really train your waist in. They're sort of a bra, but predominantly it's to share the weight of these elaborate garments so that they don't get cutting it. They don't start cutting in to your body. Yeah. That's the point of stays. Um <laughs> Jenna said she's got just... one of her bum rolls. Yeah, yeah she's got <laughs> love a, I love a bum yeah. roll. I'd love a bum roll. A... Yeah. I'd, I'd rock a bum roll. I would actually wear a bum roll just for the sake of it. You know, quite quite a nice shape. <laughs> in your Back jeans. In my... Yeah, just wear, wear anything. 
Back in my interpretation days, I would sometimes get a big bum roll. So one of the kind of Elizabethan bum rolls uh, slash um, going forward bum rolls. And I would lay on it and have a little nap um, as a pillow. Yes. I'd get one, have a little little snoozle. That's amazing. I definitely want a bum roll now. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody the original uh, reason for a bum roll. <laughs> someone was just carrying their pillow around. Oh, like, actually, didn't want I to like for being eyes. Do you know the? <laughs> do you know the thing that you, you that I feel totally cheated about having done interpretation is pockets. Can I just tell you that the pockets that you would be you had to be able to wear underneath your gowns as a as a lady. Um, they're, they're pockets that tie around your waist. So there'd be little slits cut into your overgown, petticoats, etc. And these pockets, I shit you not, went down <laughs> to my knee. I could get a bloody carafe of water in there and you had one on either side. And this, this bullshit you get with um, jeans pockets for ladies where you can get like two of your knuckles in. They had it. They didn't have it good in the past. I'm not saying they had it good, but the pockets... There was some equality of pocket. <laughs> Compensated a little bit for all the other shit. I, mean, I don't want to go back. I'm not saying I want to go back to being chattel, but the pockets were better. <laughs> oh, in the I'm old days. In the old days. In the, the good old days of proper pockets. Yeah. Pockets. Proper and room pockets. for a man under that skirt, though. So if you wanted. <laughs> well. My lady. <laughs> I, I just, normally that, that sort there. of thing was, comes from me and Kat. But Philip is... Especially... It's that picture that I saw that I told you about. What was that? It was for a movie trailer, <laughs> a Netflix trailer or something. Anyway, I didn't just come out with that. <laughs> I come up with that on my own. <laughs> what are you doing your own time? In the, in the privacy of your own courage. <laughs> yeah. you your own Tesla in your own Kirtle. Well, so in, in short, this tour is going to be bloody epic. And I, yeah. I'm sad I'm not coming for all of it, but I'm looking forward to seeing how much fun people have had when I catch up with them on the 19th. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you'll yeah. be seeing, yeah, so that will be our final full day. Yeah, before we go back and have our talk from Tracy and then say goodbyes the day after. So fabulous. Yeah, amazing. Exciting. I'm so excited. So really cool. Exciting. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? It has been a long time because it's seasonal, of course. The last time I did a tour was 2019. So we're Jeez. talking three years, effectively. So can't wait. You're going to be shattered. <laughs> I know. Take, uh, yeah. The organizing was already like, yeah, it's, it's full on, full on because it was sort of breaks on until we got the get go. Mm-hmm. And then and then everything's happened in a much shorter time period to get it all the sort of detailed, detailed stuff done. But I mean, I absolutely love it. So it's um, it's fun. And anyone who's been following my Instagram as well, I've been working out ready for the tour because I always work out in case anyone needs their bags carrying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Just dragging all the suitcases get around. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Tara Amazing. says the amount of snacks you could carry around would have been good then, which would unfold oh. the being hench, wouldn't it? Because I'd be just exercising and carrying the heavy gown. What would your snacks be? Yeah, but you would, they wouldn't have um, bread roll. Season, would they? Um, the, well, by the Tudor period, if you're if you're in a French if you're in a full French gown, then you've got March pain, <laughs> sweet meats, um, bit of pie, 
Get a pie. Get a pie. Pocket pie. Pocket pie. Pocket pie. Pocket pie. Chocolate coins. They're my favourite. I love chocolate coins. Yeah. Alas, no chocolate yet, but but a shit ton of sugar is. I mean, they just give you sugar shapes. So, you know, your your teeth would be delightful. Ella Elizabeth, yes. Yeah. yeah. You might have a bit, bit of meat. Here, have a bit of meat. Oh, I'd have a bit of meat. <laughs> a bit of meat. I'd have a bit of meat in my pocket. <gasps> Tara, I was thinking Quality Street, Quality Street are my favourite. We'll have this argument at Christmas, remind me. What quality street were Mary Antoinette's favourite? I think I think we I think we skipped it. <laughs> Tara says was thinking Quality Street, but they didn't exist. And, and the Green Eyed Hippie said those were Mary Antoinette's favourite. I'm assuming she doesn't mean the Quality Street, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I love that thought. Um, she used to, she also used, she liked little puddings as well. The um, Bishop's Paps. Um, aye, aye. So they look they were like. Don't do that blanc- when you say paps. Well, no, because they were they were like blancmanges, and oh, they right, had okay. like little red. Um, um, Game worse. <laughs> not a cherry, but more raspberry. What? And they were <laughs> <laughs> like breasts. <laughs> okay, get it now. <laughs> hand gesture for anyone the listening to the podcast. I'm, I'm for those listening on the podcast. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I've got both my hands up and I am shaking back juggling. and forth as if I am nothing. Yeah, uh, just <laughs> juggling <laughs> boobies in my hands. Just <laughs> so that is li- yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> just motorboated the fake breast there. Just so you know, that's what's happened. Shall we move on? <laughs> I think we should. And I was going to come to you next, but I'm not sure that's a good idea. But yes. Kat, mm. what have you been up to? Well, I have been doing my YouTubes as huh? as usual. Um, and that's been lovely and fun. I've had some cool partnerships, which if you watch the channel, you will see those coming out soon. Some lovely companies have sponsored videos on my channel. I am edging closer and closer to having a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. And when that happens, hopefully it's not going to happen at like crack of christ in the morning because my plan is that when it looks like i might teeter over the uh, 100,000 subscriber mark i'm hoping that i'm going to be able to go live so that i can celebrate whilst that happens uh also the last week i went and did a bit of filming for a documentary that will hopefully be coming out at some point this year i was one of the talking head experts for that and um I will, as as and when its release date becomes announced and I can tell you more stuff, I will also announce that. But I think it's going to be a really interesting documentary with loads of really cool people. And um, I saw somebody say that they would like me to do a Q&A and I'm definitely up for doing a Q&A in the live. And I'm hoping I'm going to have a chance to chat to somebody from YouTube to talk about how I can make my live better. <laughs> because the last time I did a live was when I, told everybody that I'd had a, I had a baby because I hadn't mentioned the fact that I was pregnant. And I was like, surprise, I've had a kid. Um, so uh, the last time I went, went live, I was about, I think, three or four days postpartum. Um, and I just remember the comments going really fast and it being quite anxiety producing. So I'm hoping that I might get some advice on how I can make it not be 
a shit show and be slightly more professional <laughs> than it was the first time I did it. And that's the stuff of my channel. If you want to see what a hot mess I was um, on my one and only live. <laughs> that's pretty so, impressive that you did that. I, was I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't even taking myself to the toilet three days after. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I was... remember. <laughs> it's all because of sleepy yeah. work. Because he'd come out the sunroof, I was on. But at that point, I was on quite a lot of painkillers, so I was fine. Ah, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, John yeah. says more videos of people I don't like. The disclaimers are always priced. I mean, there are so many people in history that give me. I have anger management issues. Clearly, they just give me such a <laughs> fury. I have sometimes. I sit. I sit there, and when I'm trying to fall asleep, I keep myself awake by imagining arguments I would have with people that died 500 years ago, which I'm aware. It's possibly something I should consult with a therapist about. I am aware of that, but I have these imaginary rows with people being like, how could you be so stupid? Um, how did you think that was possible? How evil of you? And I'm like, you need to, you're going to have high blood pressure and possibly even have an embolism. Chill out. So that's what I've been up to. When you hit 100,000 subscribers, do you get mm. a plaque from YouTube? I believe you have to order it, but yes, there is a plaque. Ooh the plaque in the offing and i will I definitely know. be ordering it because i think that's i will be so proud and so excited cool. yeah, yeah absolutely i only know oh. that because oscar watches loads of like gaming youtubers and they've all got like loads of subscribers and so they they you can see them up a lot of the time and then one of them well, got his well, like, oscar think i'm cool or something oh yeah so. i mean they, they kind of go up to like there's like platinum and diamond and things but will will i be cool to oscar if i get a plaque do you think oh you're already pretty cool to oscar anyway oh, cool, yeah you've, he will yeah, you've taught him a lot all over him, <laughs> i think with the excitement when he and he goes like yeah you will lucas just thinks you're sweary <laughs> i mean he's not wrong <laughs> <laughs> but but in, in all fairness, Catherine, why do you listen to my messages in front of your small child? Well, I, I mean, didn't. you should I know. Thought, I thought he was in his bedroom, right? He was They're sneaky. in his bedroom putting Kids his pajamas on. Okay. Well, he wasn't. And was then he? I know. He, he, he was hearing me F he and was, Jeff. He was stood there <laughs> in the doorway of my bedroom with his pajamas in his hand, just, just his vest on, nothing else. <laughs> just his pajamas in his hand. Cat said an awful lot of naughty words. <laughs> I mean, I was oh, uh, angry. Yes, 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 she did. <laughs> yes, there yes. was some, there was some, there was some rage involved. So it wasn't just a regular conversation, which is usually. I mean, I'll be honest. I use fuck like as a comma, but um, <laughs> this was a. Uh, on top of this, I was angry about something. I think possibly the state of our justice system. So yes, that just we were, we were cross about that yesterday, weren't we? So I was, we I was rather bubbly. Yeah, because I was supposed to be on uh, jury service these two weeks, but I've been called in and then left there and then told to go home and then called in again and told to go home and then told I'm not needed at all. That's like two weeks. It's just incredible. Mm. Nothing's been anyway. Yeah. The wheels of justice, ladies and gentlemen. They are. Well, no, uh, when do they turn square. slowly? Well, yeah, yes, they're square. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, and at, oh. least, at least I could sort of come back to, you know, obviously obviously I work for myself and I, I, it's my company so I can come back when I like. But there were, there were people there who had had to turn down work for two weeks. Yeah. Um, and I don't think and that was fair. So. And the thing is, you, you didn't even, you know, you, you didn't even get to hear a case. So they're, they're, they're reimbursing people to sit in a waiting room and mm. not hear cases. It yeah. just, it's, it's, it's it actually infuriating. 
Oh, well, I didn't because they have a, um, um, they have to have slightly more than they need in case when the jury go down, they're recognized by anyone involved or, you know, because you're local, aren't you? So if you yeah. know the address or you right. know anyone involved, so they have to have slightly more. So I was just a lucky that I didn't hear a case at all. I was only one of six who didn't hear any case at all in the in the week. But to say we're all yesterday dismissed and didn't none of us heard a case yesterday, it's a bit like, because there won't be a new lot until next week. So yeah, so that got cat wound up. <laughs> yeah, just because I, I think yeah. I, I, mean, I, just, just... I think about the people that will have ramped themselves up mm. to sit in that courtroom in whichever position, whether it's whether it's in the dock or whether it's giving evidence, whatever it is, the people that will have really ramped themselves up mm. for that, and then just it all gets pulled out from underneath it's, them or it gets delayed again, or it gets again, postponed again. or it just gets yeah. cancelled or whatever and I just think to myself it, this it can't be, be very traumatic That's yes the thing. I mean for me it was like it's a, it's a bit of an inconvenience to the people who've turned down work on the jury I think it's very unfair but for mm -hmm. the people who that is potentially a life-changing thing then yeah I'd mm -hmm. But yeah, anyone tells me there's backlogs in court, so I, I wonder why. I think I now know why. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. Mm -hmm. So yeah, anyway, um, that was an insight. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I got a bit sweary. I think I'm enticed to get so, a bit yes. sweary, but I am very sorry that I traumatised a child. <laughs> he didn't look traumatised. He was just a little bit like, oh, cats, lots of very rude words, mummy. And I was like, yeah, cat does that. <laughs> I'm so a nice person. <laughs> Don't tell him. Don't say any Don't of tell him. words at school. He's like... Yeah. I won't. <laughs> uh, Chrissy says she's just received a package from Historic Royal Palaces for Mother's Day. <gasps> Ooh, is it from the gift shop or is it a membership? Because if it's a membership, we'll see you on the 19th at the Tower. Yeah, we've all got to go there. I mean, we were there last year, weren't we, when it was absolutely mm -hmm. empty and it was the first yeah, day they the were first... able to open, which yeah. was incredible was, yeah we, the first I day know, i didn't realize that was going to be the case it was just that obviously the 19th of may is you know a date that we always try and be there so um it was incredible wasn't it and then we yeah. got to take a photo of us all there and there wasn't just us was there it was like us <laughs> no, and it was the crowd Gail was there Gail Gail Hume, yeah. Peacock. there were loads of people there yeah like so this year if you do see us there, make sure we take a photo because we yeah, are well, rubbish at remembering. Gail couldn't come this year, I, but I'm gonna. I'm coming down with Adrienne Dillard. If any of you know Adrienne, she's um, a historical novelist and she's from Oregon, so she's flying over for a couple of weeks, and that's why I wasn't going to come down on the 19th this year. But then she was like, "Oh, I'm over and I've got to go." And I was like, "Oh, all right then, if I must." <laughs> so, you must. You must. You must. You must. So, um, Chrissy, so he said it's it's a surprise from your daughter. You live in the US. Well, I'm sure. Aww. In which case, it sounds like it's something from the gift shop, and they they have some delightful things. Whether it's books or decorations, they have. I mean, I have many things from the HRP gift shop. In fact, all of the times that I've worked there, they've probably earned the money back in the money that I spent <laughs> at the gift shop. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, they do have good gifts. I've got they the the Anne Boleyn ring, which is two rings. So you get the B and then the little pearls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. We've all got, can't oh, be a then, gift shop. And then, yeah, whatever. Tink says, your tour sounds, sound amazing. I'll yes. try and come to one this uh, this year. Well, yeah, well, I'm fully booked this year, actually. Yes. Um, but I, I will be releasing, um, Catherine's going to be helping me get together these, the, the calendar for 2023. 
as soon as I have a chance to breathe. So, yeah. That's a point. Exciting. We've not got long left. Catherine, you need to talk about the oh, business yeah, you've started. Well, yeah. um, just which like, is I'm in, really don't very don't down talk. No, I'm sorry, not don't play boring. it down. Don't play it down. Talk about the <laughs> at the business that you have started that is incredible. Please. Well, no, but it's just like compared to what you guys have been doing, it's all a bit like, oh, you know, it's not really that things that people can engage with in the well, same way. I tell you what, way, I tell it? you what, you tell you tell us and, and everyone will listen, and I bet you that they're gonna say that it's really cool. I bet you. Well, there's there's a few names that have come up in the audience, like Ali and stuff like that. So they know anyway. So I, my new thing is called the historical collaborator. So it is on Facebook and it is on here. And um, but I, I haven't sort of particularly plugged it loads because I I haven't had to because the work has been coming in anyway. Um, <laughs> um, but it has. So basically, um, I have set up a business. So it's personal and virtual assistant services for people who work in the British history community. So it's very exclusive and quite posh. <laughs> so what have I been doing so I've been doing some stuff with Philippa and I'm excited because when she does her tour in July that's when I get to mm -hmm. go down and be, do my first PA in person thing and I get you to do. greet Tracy Borman and I get to greet um, Leslie Smith and make her all Elizabethy and stuff like that so that's very exciting. and I'm looking forward to seeing Phil as well when we go to Harbington yeah. so um, my, my favourite Elizabethan pervert <laughs> not not He's having all... said that that i have lots of elizabethan perverts you do you know me as well um, <laughs> <laughs> um you've got a collection so of us <laughs> and I, I, what else have i been doing so i've been doing that i've been um i'm doing a book tour for somebody which is interesting um i'm doing i'm doing some foul gods and ancestry research <laughs> oh, <laughs> i message i message jack it's a good job i love you <laughs> 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 um yeah some image sourcing um well i've got i've got some people coming up um doing some trailers and things later in the year for people who've got um novels coming out well no one's fiction one's non-fiction i have oh so oh, i don't know i don't know so i tell you this some people i know are starting a publishing imprint so i'm going to be doing some regular work for them as well because i've worked for a publisher before a historical publisher before and i haven't really done that for a while so i'm quite excited about you get lots of free books when you do things like that don't you i get quite well, a lot you of books do. anyway to be fair i do get <laughs> books anyway but yeah I, i've had sort of like quite you can't beat a book and then you can't beat a free book yeah either. i mean that's th those are two one thing and then a better thing Yes. And in fact, actually, um, I don't know if any of you have come across Phil Roberts. I'm going to see if Phil can come down, actually, to the Tower on the 19th. I have mentioned it to him. But um, he's just, his book on Cardinal Wolsey is coming out pretty soon. Oh, fabulous. So he's, um, I've known Phil for ages now. He used to volunteer at the Mary Rose as well. He, mm. he, moved, he moved away, but um, he used to volunteer at the Mary Rose. And um, he's actually um, just become a deacon and he is in the process of becoming a priest. Oh, wonderful. Cool. Yeah. Wasn't Phil an ambulance driver? He was an ambulance Paramedic. driver, yeah. Um, but he's had some I um, health issues that he's... <laughs> actually, ministering to the body, ministering to the soul. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, Gab says I can't believe problems. how much you were downplaying this. Sounds great, and everybody oh, no, is saying how cool it is. <laughs> I think I think the thing is that yes. as somebody who works in history and does stuff that potentially is going to require Catherine's services, it can be a pretty lonely life. 
um, as a researcher and, and writing. And to have somebody that you can collaborate with, who you can trust, you can bounce ideas off is not only does it share out this workload so you actually get weekends and evenings back because academics are bad (laughs) at taking Christmas I mean when I was doing my doctorate I don't think I had a Christmas without work Mm. I don't think I had a weekend without work like it just it wasn't it was three six five and it's always on your mind so having somebody who actually can help you set some boundaries and be like no no I'm not working like (laughs) a crack of Christ we are gonna do some downtime have some fun and to give you that perspective on top of all of the other things that you offer is really really vital so um I think you're doing an amazing thing and I can't wait to get a project together that um, you and I can work on but we are actually I'm tangentially working on a project that you're working on with Philippa that's the other thing we're doing Oh yeah! Oh God, yeah. The I summit a plug also for yeah. um, that I've been doing some work for Deb Royal, who's um, you might know Deb from, uh, and you've probably seen her with Philippa as well on on um, the lives that she does with Sarah as well on a Friday. Is it Friday? It's Friday, isn't it? Friday, yeah. Friday, yes. We did visiting Tudor Britain. Yes, yeah. at four o'clock on Instagram on a Friday. So um, she's been doing um, Tudor Times for ages now, and that's Tudor and Stuart. Um, but she's starting up a new magazine, so you can have it as a physical copy or online, and it's called Tudor Places. So obviously it's Tudory, but it's all about Tudor locations and buildings and artifacts and that sort of physical side of things so there's that magazine she's got some really good contributors lined up already one of our favorites being the lovely julian who you all know because you've seen mm. him oh, here with us two yes. or three times um but we're also i've been doing some research with her and we've been getting in contact with places and we're creating events listings so that will be um on the website and you can sign up for the free newsletter so uh, tudorplaces.com and that gives you this cycle we're just uploading all the time events that are happening at Tudor locations up and down the country so yeah. whenever you've got any time spare I think I'm feeling Tudory where should I go <laughs> so you can look local it's done by region so you can look local if you're going somewhere you can plan ahead and of course obviously this year with summer coming up there's stuff going on but there's lots of jubilee stuff isn't there mm. so you yeah. will not want to find something to do for the jubilee people mm-hmm. go down and have a look fabulous sign up for the newsletter so yes but yes yes the Stuart summit the Stuart summit. summit so this is uh happening in the autumn and we're moving yeah into the Stuart period we are. and we have six speakers and but we're gonna have so we've got yeah we've got six speakers including cat Oh, sorry. Can I just say this lovely and comment from Sam? Because Sam's one of my best issues, yeah. but we know you're great, Catherine. You're going to be brilliant. Thank you, Sam. One thing oh, I'm not quite yeah. so good at, though, is taking Sam her Easter egg because it's still in my kitchen. Ah. I'm, I'm amazed you haven't eaten it. If there was an Easter egg in my house, that would be gone by now. <laughs> she's lucky uh, I like she's lucky I like her. That's what yeah, that's anyway, real sorry. friendship. Sorry, <laughs> Stuart Summer. <laughs> back to the sun, back to the Stuarts. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. So we've got we've got six speakers. So we've got um Kat, we've got Tracy Borman, we have um Antonia Keeney from Blenheim uh, Palace. Um who else have we got? Julian. Julian um, Humphreys. Uh, who might may be going for a trudge with us. We're gonna see if we can get on a battlefield if yeah, we can. Yeah, we're gonna see if we can do that, aren't we? Fabulous. Um, we have got some some live elements of it as well. So we're gonna <laughs> This is going to be really fun. So we've got the introduction. That's going to be that's going to be live, but fairly short. Uh, we're going to have a uh, a live panel. So we've got another six 
uh, writers on uh, the Saturday, it's going to be over a weekend, who are going to take uh, questions about the Stuart era, about their work, basically whatever you want to ask them about their research and such like and then the closing event <laughs> this is Catherine's idea and I love it the closing event on the Sunday is a bring nibbles and drinks <laughs> obviously via zoom and we're gonna have a little quiz see uh, based on so you best term. have been paying attention <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're gonna have a Sunday evening quiz to finish off so it's it's gonna be great I mean all of that um will be available as well after for any ticket holders mm. so for for a period afterwards as well so yeah we're really looking forward to that as well so, so fun an event so yeah one of one of many we've got in the pipeline in fact i've got one i may as well i really should mention this because this links back to tudor uh places sarah and myself at the end of this month oh, yeah. no, not this month may we may as well be in May already, I mean, yeah. uh, 28th of May, we're doing Visiting Tudor London, a masterclass. So uh, anyone who's planning a trip to come to London and you are a Tudor enthusiast and you're wondering whether there's any much anything left much to look at, uh, we've got 16 places that we're going to be yeah. covering. Um, the history of them, uh, what to see, uh, you know, the must-sees when you get there, um, and crucially, how to travel around the capital, um, mm. you know, to make the most of your time, because it's all very well having these things on your itinerary, but then when you realise they're either end of the city, you're not <laughs> yeah. quite sure. So we've also got some some to, uh, some itineraries, suggested itineraries as well in there. So um, if you're on my mailing list, you will get an email on Saturday um, with the launch for that. If you're a patron of mine, you'll get that tomorrow. So. So, yeah, we need we need to get back together with Sarah again, don't we? We need to I know, get her the original on here with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, th the problem yeah. is that Sarah goes to bed early like a grown up, and we are <laughs> does. She, she's terribly up at like Five in the morning. She's yeah. up at like one and Yeah, she loves it. Whereas we she are does. terrible slattens who don't do, you know, do I, that. I, I try and do both. I try and stay up and get up early. And do you know what? It doesn't work. No. <laughs> no. As, as somebody who has children who didn't sleep much on the opposite ends of the spectrum. So Oscar's like still up at midnight because he can't sleep. And then Lucas is like, I'm going to go to bed a bit earlier. But I'm going to get up at half past four. Because it used to, when he was titty, it used to be like, that was probably that sort of time. Oh, I hate that for you. And, I hate and that like, for you. And I said to Oscar, because Oscar was only six when I had Lucas. And he's obviously like 11 now. And I said to him, look, I love you, etc." But I can't, etc. It's very important. I can't do. I can't keep sitting up with you till midnight, and then he's getting up at cough o'clock. So she's just like, <laughs> you know where I am if there's a crisis and you need me, but I'm dying basically. So I went. I went. I went into once, and I I went up to the, one of the places I used to work before they made us redundant because of COVID. Took my Pilates class, and one of my guys said to me, "You took that whole class with your eyes closed." <laughs> even know i didn't even know that i'd done that i was just i was on four broken hours sleep a night and i was just oh, over i was just over caring about anything at that point <laughs> i just like i can just imagine you that's 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 fantastic spatial awareness if you could move with your eyes closed well done yeah. Catherine. well pilates does give you that. pilates does give you very good body and spatial awareness but i was just like look no one died <laughs> <laughs> in fact if i set up a class where everyone's been coming for a long time and that's what they're doing i could just write the session plan on the mirror and have a nap 
I love a nap. I, lo- I love it when it, you get to the end of uh, it's yoga, not Pilates, and, and it's the, I can't remember what the name of the position, Yavasana or something, and it's basically just lying on your back. <laughs> and it says, and you've earned this, and I'm lying there going, yes, I have. It's like, bloody it's well. nap time. <laughs> and it's I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. I just want to thank Nicky for her nice comments mm. as well. So thank you to her for saying well, I'm doing nice things. And Sam says, when I was going to say when you guys sleep, we do. We're like vampires. Well, Kat's saying about her doctorate. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but working for yourself or having your own company, um, you have to be very disciplined to have any time <laughs> off because you can just find yourself, especially now with, now with you know these, you can basically work on something mm-hmm. that sits in your pocket. So you find yeah. yourself posting or yep. writing notes for something or answering emails or something. You have to be very disciplined. Um, yeah alcohol helps yeah. actually because then you think well I, I just can't I'm, <laughs> I'm too mustn't. pissed so I can't now <laughs> and yeah, I can't do that do... you can't do that all the time <laughs> I find me, it I quite difficult stuff I haven't, on my to-do list that I haven't done <laughs> oh, there you go. I find it quite difficult to flit across platforms because I'm I post on multiple platforms like multiple platforms like you do um you know YouTube Instagram Twitter TikTok mm. and just kind of keeping track of what's being said where it becomes it becomes an unmanageable problem <laughs> that's that's true actually yeah when you when, and yeah, because to i have you don't want to be rude and mm. no but also mm. because i have because i have screaming anxiety and imposter syndrome there are some days where i will post a youtube video and i can't read the comments because my mental health isn't good enough to read the comments even though 99% of the time they are lovely and I also have it filtered so the offensive ones go away and I never look there. I have a I never look in the in the bottom of the internet ever. Um so my husband will occasionally have to I have to wait till he's free so that he can have a look through the comments to see if I'm a this is really sad to see if I could if, if it's safe for me to read no, them. Do, do you know when I started out, I got it must be like a 0.001% of all comments I've ever had, but I had some nasty ones right at really mm. at the beginning of my sort of Facebook and Instagram and YouTube journey. And it, it kind of scars you. You do, you open up the comments and think, oh, and then, and then there's hardly ever any nasty ones, but we have come up with a, a, a slight way of dealing with it haven't we which is we screenshot it and send it to each other and yeah. have a bit have a bitch about the person which and, so just which just is, be aware if you ever are that person on someone's social media yeah and this yeah. is this is a lot of people do this in the history community it's not just us and therefore i would imagine other. in any other sort of community because the history community is not actually massive massive is it so no. we will sit around and slag you off quite <laughs> pointedly basically just as a heads up we do warn each other. People have been known to block people on other people's suggestions. So just just giving you the heads up there, really, to just be nice. Like the one I, who tried to argue with me that he was a direct descendant of Jane Seymour. That one was a good one. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, if, if, Kath, if Catherine gets really annoyed she um, about something that's said to her, she comes over and shit talks you. <laughs> on our pages um sam thank you i've, I've, that, I've been yeah, i mean i don't i haven't been around them. as long as you guys and i don't post anywhere near as much stuff as you guys but if someone's rude to me i'm just rude to them back yeah <laughs> it's, it's just like let, i haven't had that many loose. so i'm lucky <laughs> like, and then one, one, one woman i remember on my facebook page she on the tudor tracker one she started on some other woman in the book and i just wrote and i said i'm blocking you if you don't get off my page i'm not having your shit <laughs> 
was like, we do not tolerate so rudeness. We do yeah. not. No, no, There's just like, no need no. for it. I'm just not. Um, no, no I'm just not having it. That was no. a phrase at school. No, no need. need. We used to shout that at each other. But I'm just, <laughs> um, I'm just not having it. If, if you know, people are going to come along and provide this free content for you, then that's. Oh, the, if you don't like it, don't follow it. That's cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing's for everybody, and that's absolutely no, fine. But don't fun. come on and be a dick. It's not difficult to keep your mouth shut if you're going to be a big love you. I love you. I mean, so like it, enjoy it, fantastic. If you're going to say it's great, fantastic. Mm. If you don't like it, off you go. Nobody cares. Jog on. No one Um, cares. Literally, no one cares. What you were saying about 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 you protecting protecting mental health? Yes, I have learnt um over the years of dealing with my mind goblins that there are just times where I have to go do you know what I am I'm I'm done for now and yeah. uh, somebody else has to and it's usually my husband he's very long suffering because I <laughs> I do have periods of being quite uh mentally unwell so he has to pick up the slack of uh me being a person sometimes um so yeah he he is he is the ship becomes rudderless occasionally and he is a firm hand on the tiller which sounds more perverted than i thought but um there we are <laughs> it came out of my face that sounds filthy he's a good egg his firm firm hand it's philippa this week yeah you Sorry. smutty you, the smart has I, come out of you you are the source <laughs> The oracle, the orifice of smut, young lady. And I love it. It's good. It's a good look on you. Hot. Thank you. Hot. <laughs> I made I'm, so blushing. I'm blushing now. Oh. I, um, I said to I made David watch the I, this sound, I made David watch the Beavers a couple of nights ago. <laughs> that sounds wrong on its own. What a scout group. We were talking about when we talking about Thomas Cromwell and his beavers the other week. <laughs> so I made David watch a bit about the beavers. And I said to Kat yesterday, like, I just I was just beside myself. She kept disappearing off the screen. <laughs> and I watched it back and Philip, and most of the time you were just sat there like this. <laughs> Oh, am I working like, with these people? Where, where have I found these people from? Like, what have I done in a previous existence? <laughs> Bad stuff. To be in this position now. You know, we're in this, we're in this gutter. Sam's blaming you. Sam's blaming you. See, look, she, you can tell I've been corrupted. But I'd I, like mean, look. Say, I would like to say, at least she's blaming two people because normally it's just me that gets all the blame. Oh, I mean, it is. I it, we know it's mostly you. I'm, I'm yeah. innocent. So my caveat was to Kat yesterday. She was, she was like, but you know, she said, she put out that meme and said, it's Catherine's fault. She went, here is the evidence, which you can do. And I was like, I'm adding a caveat. It's Catherine's fault, but Kat makes it worse. Dib, dib, uh, dub, dub, reporting for duty. We, You take we, us to we, the next, I plumb them. Are we about to uh, be We're about to? Yeah, what? I yeah. think so. Thank Let's, you for all your lovely comments, everybody. Yes. And for John for saying we are a perfect trio. Thank you very much. Thank we are back John. next week. I have no idea what's cracking off. Surprise. So sort of symbolic of my whole life. So mm-hmm. there we go. Lots of history things, though. Yeah, Do get in be. touch with us if you have any questions or comments or suggestions or anything like that. You know where we are. Take good care of yourselves. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. No. Don't get caught. Yeah, that's the key. If you can't be good, be careful. Uh-huh. And if you can't be careful, buy a pram. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> good advice. Worse to live by. Worse to live by. Yeah. <laughs> oh, take care, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye, bye everyone. Bye. bye.
thank you for joining us today we hope you've enjoyed this episode this has been the history after dark podcast with philippa lacey brewell dr kat marchant and Catherine brooks you can catch us for history after dark live on instagram most wednesday evenings at 8 15 p.m make sure you're following us all on instagram to get notified when we are going live you can find our instagram handles and details of where else you can find us in the show notes